Hello and welcome to another episode of the Solo Collective Podcast. My name's Matt Saunders. I'm your host. I am a coach to freelancers and creative agency owners. And today I'm going to talk about a topic that seems to be coming up all the time recently, and that is ghosting. If you spend any time on social media, particularly on LinkedIn, you will hear the stories of freelancers up and down this country, and I'm talking about the UK, but this is by no means exclusive to this country, being ignored by the prospective clients that they have pitched to or sent a proposal to. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about ghosting in a more productive way. Because a lot of the time when people complain about ghosting or they bring up the topic of ghosting, it's usually a bit of a bitch fest. Someone says, oh, I sent a proposal over to this client and they never came back to me. And I sent them another email and I kept following it up and they're just completely ignoring me and blah, 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 blah. And of course, everybody then piles on in the comments saying, yeah, that client is a scumbag and you, you know, you dodged a bullet there and all this kind of stuff. And and I get it. Like, it's really, really frustrating. I have been ghosted many times in my career as a web designer, and it is really, really demoralizing. It can really chip away at your self-esteem, actually. And I think when we feel like that, when we feel vulnerable, when we feel like our happiness, our success, our income is predicated on the decision of somebody else, they hold all of the power. And if this person isn't getting back to you and they're leaving you in limbo, then it's quite natural that we lash out, we react with anger and frustration. So I'm not here to invalidate that feeling and that emotion that we experience after being ghosted by a prospect. But I am going to talk about how you can change your mindset and your processes so that your chance of getting ghosted is significantly diminished. So the first thing that I'm going to ask of you is to take responsibility of your own mindset and thinking about ghosting and invite you to move away from being a victim of being ghosted and more towards seeing it as a problem, a business problem that is there for you to overcome. Because that's the thing that I see so much of in the small business freelancer sector. There seems to be this prevailing idea that we shouldn't have problems and that everything should just go swimmingly all the time. And as we know, that is just not the case. So if you can see ghosting simply as another problem for you to overcome, that's going to help you to move forward much more successfully than if you see it as this thing that is just being done to you and there's nothing that you can do about it. Okay, so five tips to avoid getting ghosted. Number one, take the time to pre-qualify your prospective client. I used to be willing to just jump on a call with anyone who came my way that expressed even the slightest bit of interest in working with me. And the problem with that is that you're not taking the time to understand whether you can even help the person. And so what I would encourage you to do is have a qualification process in place so that people can't just book a call with you or they can't just get access to you without having to do something first. And this can be as simple as having a booking form on your website with a few questions in it. What would you like to talk about on this call? What are the challenges that you're facing? How have you tried to overcome this problem previously? The more somebody is willing to give before they actually get access to you in a conversation, the less likely 
they are to ghost you because the more invested they are. So take the time to pre-qualify people before you so readily get on a call with them. Tip number two, find out how serious they are once you get on a call with them. So often as service providers, we seem to play in the shallows. And what I mean by that is it's a superficial conversation about the work that is to be done. So for example, it could be a brand design, or it could be a website design or some content writing. Sure, someone's come to you with a job that they want doing, but it's really your role as the service provider to get into that interviewing mindset so that you're interviewing your client to see if they're a good fit for you. So you can say things to them like, how would working with me support your goals? What are your goals? You know, I can see that you need a new brand identity, but tell me how that's going to impact your business. And what results do you think that we could get by working together? How much time and money are you willing to invest in this partnership? Now, these are the hard hitting questions that are going to ensure that you don't get ghosted because what you're doing with these this line of questioning is you're showing to this person that you're serious about business. You're serious about making something happen. So being interrogative in this process will help them to come to a much firmer decision about whether they want to invest in working with you or not. And therefore, you're less likely to get ghosted because you're not leaving the conversation hanging. You're not leaving any room for confusion. And I think that's where so much of the instances of ghosting come from. They come from confusion and lack of clarity, and it's just easier to ignore you. So tip number two, find out how serious they are on that call. Tip number three, when you actually pitch to somebody, when you say to them, I'm going to send you some information on how we could work together, or if you actually have some slides that you're taking them through and saying, look, this is how the project is going to pan out. This is the time scale and this is the cost. It can be very useful at the end of that call to ask when you're going to hear back from somebody on a decision. We can't always get a decision on that call, but you can ask for a commitment of when they're actually going to get back to you. And this isn't about putting pressure on them. This is about you showing up as a leader. People love to be led. They like to feel like you're a safe pair of hands. So if you take them through your process and explain to them what working with you will look like and the kind of results that you're going to get together, it naturally follows that you're going to want to know when you're going to get to start that project, when you're going to start working together. So when is the decision going to be made, whether they can, whether they're going to work with you or not? And when are they going to let you know when that decision has been made? And if the person that you're speaking to is kind of squirming on this point, like they won't actually tell you when they're going to get back to you, or it's very vague, like, oh, you know, maybe like by the end of next week. And that's when you say to them, okay, no problem. What I'm going to do is I'm going to call you next Friday if I've not heard back from you, okay? Be bold in the way that you manage these prospect conversations. If someone senses that you respect yourself and you respect your time, it is far more likely that they are going to show you a level of respect as well and not end up ghosting you. And tip number four is a continuation of that one. And that is to help empower them towards a yes or no decision. So often people in business are just absolutely racked with indecision. They don't know which way to go. They're standing at a crossroads with loads of different options in front of them. And often the time paralysis takes hold and they don't make a decision. Have you ever had a project just kind of fizzle out? You know, you have a call with someone and it sounds great and they're really excited, but because they're so overwhelmed in their own heads with 
what they're going to do to make this project come to fruition, they end up kind of just retreating and not doing anything. And that is a prime place for ghosting to happen because they don't want to explain themselves to you. So to empower somebody towards a yes or no decision on working with you, what you've got to do is start talking about the results that you can help them to achieve so that they can better visualize it. And then when they visualize it, they link those results that they're going to get to working with you. And that's how you can pretty much be sure of the sale, you know, let alone being ghosted. If you can link results to working with you, then you're going to get that piece of work and you're going to get a strong yes to working with you. So whenever you can get excited about a prospect's piece of work, a prospect's project, and empower them to that yes or no decision to working with you. And finally, tip number five, write a compelling follow-up. Don't simply send email after email to someone going, oh, hi, um, yeah, I just wondered if you'd made a decision yet. Oh, I'm just following up on that proposal I sent you. Um, have you made a decision yet? Would you like to work with me? This approach, and I've done it myself enough times, right? To, it just doesn't work. And do you know why? It's because it is framed from your perspective, not theirs. You're like a child pulling on the parent's sleeve, asking for some more cake. It's not really going to help you get the answer that you're looking for because it's framed from your perspective and not theirs. So a better way, a better way to follow up if a prospect isn't coming back to you is to ask them a question based upon one of the goals that they expressed to you in that first meeting. So for example, if somebody came to you and they said, we need a new website because the current website isn't generating any leads or it doesn't reflect our organization anymore. And then that prospect goes quiet and you can see that nothing is happening their end. Just write them an email asking them how things are going. You don't even need to mention the project that you talked about with them on the last call. You can just see how things are going and they may respond to that. Oh, do you know what? Thank you for getting in touch. I'm sorry we haven't got back to you on blah, 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 blah. But, you know, things have been difficult and et cetera, et cetera. So you can kind of see how having these more higher level conversations making it less about you and more about them. That's how you not only avoid ghosting, but you also help to build rapport and build trust as well. So those are my five tips on how to avoid getting ghosted. And I really hope that what's come across here is that ghosting is not an unavoidable part of business. It is something that you have control over. And as I've said before on this podcast, this is a practice. Personal development, personal growth is a practice. So don't just write people off if they ghost you. Don't write them off as being bad people or being rude. Take ownership of that conversation. Figure out where it went wrong and then work on yourself and work on your business processes so you become more attuned to behavior that may lead to ghosting. You know, you, I can spot a ghost a mile off now and I, <laughs> I don't engage with them. You know, if somebody comes to me and they're very vague on what they're looking for or they're slow to respond, I'm not going to give that person a lot of my time because, you know, I, I just get the sense that they're not going to follow through and they're probably just going to disappear. And that's on me to pick up on. And it's on me to respond to that as the owner of my own business. If I have a gut feeling and I ignore it, well, again, that's down to me, isn't it? I have to take that hit. So I hope that this podcast episode has been helpful. If so, let me know. You can contact me on LinkedIn. Just search for my name. It's Matt Saunders. And you can find out a little bit more about what I do at mattsaunders.uk. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a rating on whatever platform you're using and send this episode on to a friend. I'd really appreciate that. 
and I'll see you in the next episode.